If there's ever a reason to do an emergency scoop podcast, this would be it. The Wolves with a massive trade earlier today. It is Thursday night, February 6th. Joining us now, he is the boss of the Wolves. It is Glenn Taylor. Glenn, I'm still trying to wrap my brain around everything that your front office accomplished today. Where are you at in terms of just, you know, absorbing everything that took place today? Well, you know, we had talked about doing a lot of different things, um, you know, early in the, in the week and stuff like that, um, and like you always do. But normally when you talk about a number of different trades and stuff like that, you're lucky if one out of, you know, five or six ever happen, you know. And in this particular case, almost everything that we had looked at previously and said that this is a possibility came to fruit today. And it was just amazing. Uh, you know, how much we've changed this team. I mean, it all happened so fast. Like, was there a point, Glenn, where you didn't think you'd be able to acquire D'Angelo Russell? Like, did everything change really fast today? Well, I knew that uh, the guys on both sides were working very hard on that trade. It was important to both teams. Um, but, you know, we did get uh, kind of stuck for a while uh, on, you know, the issues of, of future draft choices and, and things like that. So it kind of stopped. But I uh, but I was always uh, positive in the sense that uh, I knew that both uh, groups were working on it really hard, and there's always a good chance you're going to get it done if, uh, if you get near the deadline and you're fairly close, and they were. What's your excitement level? I mean, D'Angelo Russell, Glenn, 23-year-old all-star. It's not like you can just acquire these guys, snap of the fingers, and, oh, by the way, he's incredibly close with Carl Anthony Towns. No, you're correct. That You look at the teams that have won the championships or get far in the playoffs. They always have uh, um, a couple of all-stars on their team, and we needed that. And in our particular case, we've got a couple of young guys. So uh, that was very important to us as we look at the future that, to stack young guys on our team so that uh, we can have uh, years of um, good record rather than just uh, our one up and down like we did last time. Did you sense that when you guys met with Russell going back to July in where Southern California, that Russell had a desire, a want one day to be here in Minnesota? Yes, uh, we we felt that in our uh, talk with him that he, he liked us as an option, but uh, um for whatever reason, um, you know, Golden State uh, talked them into coming there. Are you surprised that Golden State, I mean, I thought Golden State might want to see what Russell could do with Steph Curry for an extended period. Like, do you understand the Golden State side of things, why they were so, I don't know, I guess open-minded to moving Russell right now as opposed to the summer? Not particularly. Um, uh you know, I mean, because that was an option for us, too, is to wait for this summer. And we, we always had that as a, uh, one, you know, plan C or something like that in case that happened. Uh, we weren't going to give up on it. Um, you know, but uh, whatever their desire was, maybe maybe they knew they were going to do it sooner or later and, and just decided let's uh, uh, get Wiggins now and see how it works out. Did you guys win in the negotiation? Like, did they ask for this year's draft pick? unprotected your 2020 draft pick unprotected and did you guys win by being able to keep that draft pick well i i did, i don't want to get into all the things that we we went up and down on but it, it was an area of the draft picks yes
How many different conversations going back weeks, months, would you say that Gerson and others with your organization had with members of the Warriors, whether it's, you know, Bob Myers or Larry Harris or others? No, I'd just be a guess on my part, but it was quite a few. Like dozens? Like, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to grasp, Glenn, just, you know, like how much work was put into everything that came to fruition today. Well, I mean, um, a lot of it just uh, was uh, with our own group, you know, deciding how important this was, what's the alternatives. If it didn't work out, what were we going to do? You know, probably as much time was spent on that as actually talking. And then, you know, they made an offer and we made an offer and it would go back and forth uh, like that. But, um, you know, I'm not sure how many times they talked. Glenn, you realize that you deserve all sorts of kudos, that, that you guys are now in the luxury tax. Yes, we are. So what were those conversations like where Gerson is asking you for permission to go over that luxury tax line? Well, I mean, it's a difficult one. It's a financial one that uh, I don't uh, particularly like to be there. And, you know, so uh, uh, but when we got down to uh, how we were going to do all these trades and to work it out to get the right players, it just came up that we were going to go over and and eventually, you know, he asked me to make a decision if I was willing to do that. And I told him I was. And that just gave him some freedom to do some things that, uh, uh, that you know, when we ha- had a lower figure that he just couldn't do. Was it a tough decision for you, Glenn? Or was it like snap of the fingers telling Gerson, yes, go ahead and do that? No, since we're talking about millions of dollars, it wasn't a snap of the figure. <laughs> yeah, no, so, I mean, I, I, you deserve I, I a pat on the back, Glenn. I mean, without you saying yes to that, like, I'm not quite sure. I don't know for sure. I mean, maybe others in your position would have said yes, but I think some would have said no. So, you know, I always appreciate your your openness and being able to, you know, go back and forth here on the podcast, Glenn. But I'm just saying, I'm not saying this because you're on with me. I think you deserve a good amount of credit for, for everything that took place. Well, <laughs> And if we get our team and we win and start getting show that we can be a very competitive team and and uh, get up with uh, other really good teams, then I'll be really uh, satisfied with my decision. How badly is this needed for the organization? I know season ticket renewals went out recently. You know, the 12-game losing streak, multiple double-digit losing streaks this year. Like, is it safe to say your franchise needed, you know, some – some life, you know, inserted into it. And, you know, today's news, even going back with the Robert Covington trade, like just the totality of the last 48 hours brings a renewed energy that your franchise needs. Yeah, I think it will. And I think that's part of it. I don't think any of us anticipated that uh, we would be losing this many games. We didn't anticipate Carl missing those. And Lehman is, you know, it's hurt with them because he brings a special type of shooting to the team that uh, that we missed. And uh, so um, I think the major decision was that, um, you know, if we had done somewhat better, we would have um, waited till the end of the year to make some of these changes. But with the, the way things were going here and uh, with this losing streak, uh, we just decided we had to do it now. And, uh, and so this will be... Uh, uh, Gerson's, uh, you know, first big deal where he, he's put a team together, and uh, we'll see it, how it works out. I think the Jared Culver deal was a pretty big deal. I mean, when you're moving up in the draft, but heck, I can't even keep track of all the transactions he's pulled off, Glenn. There's been so many. 
Well, he's uh, he came here with the idea that uh, the way that we were going to uh, get to the top, that he had to pursue you know, every avenue that he could, and, and you can see that he has done that. How much will you miss Andrew Wiggins? I will miss him. I'll miss a bunch of them. I mean, Gorgie and I have a long-term relationship. Andrew, we got even closer here lately this last year because we were doing everything we can to help Andrew have a great season and stuff like that. And, and uh, so, you know, when you do that, you, you get you get uh, so that, uh, you know, even beyond the basketball part as uh, young men that, uh, that you enjoy being around with. But, you know, I would just say I just hope uh, Andrew, uh, you know, goes up there and has a, a great year and, and continues on, and then I'll be proud of him. I was going to follow up with Gorgie. You brought up Gorgie's name. Like, they don't make human beings better than Gorgie, right, Glenn? Like, I think about when, when oh. he signed the big contract. I mean, you were there. You helped seal the deal. Like, think about all the work he's done in his home country. You know, like, no, that, he has done so many good things. He is going to be missed so much from that standpoint. No, he's a special man in the sense that uh, uh, how he cares for people and, and works with them. And then Becky and I have had, you know, we know this family and the kids and everything. So, um, you know, I only wish the best for him. He's been uh, really an asset for our team, and, and now I wish that uh, things continue for him. I'm really proud of him. Does this give you, Glenn, a renewed energy? Like, is your plan to own this team for many more years? Yeah, well, I enjoy o- owning them. <laughs> I think it'll be more fun if we win. I know it will be. Will I want to get, I want, yeah. I want to get a team together that's just really competitive and, and uh, you know, for the fans in Minnesota. Take us through the Robert Covington trade. Like, could you guys have done everything you did today and still held on to Robert Covington, or was – was the Covington trade part of somehow everything that took place today? No, it is part of it. I mean, that's, we had to get, we went ahead doing that, assuming that we could work out the Russell thing. Okay, so there was so, no I mean, way to have Covington with Russell here. Well, uh, that in all the options that we had, I'm just saying that we, we felt that we had to use uh, Robert in the trade to get, you know, a draft choices and some things to uh, finish the other trades. Yeah, I mean, on the other trades, like, I'm excited about Malik Beasley. Like, what have you heard about Malik Beasley? I think he's got a pretty bright future. Well, we do too, and, and I think you're going to see us throw him in into the mix out there a lot. I think he, he will get a lot of minutes and stuff like that because we just need that outside shooter on this team, you know, and, and you hope that with him and Allen that uh, – that would really help. I mean, Carl, Carl has been our best <laughs> shooter, and it's, we, we, you need uh, some of those guys on the outside. It's just got to be um, pulling, you know, the defense out against them, uh, and, and we just uh, have lacked that. Is it crazy, Glenn, that I think about the opening night roster with who Graham? I mean, this is top of my head, Glenn, so I may miss <laughs> a name or two, but Graham, Teague. Napier, Bell, Vonley, Wiggins, Covington, Gorgie. Am I leaving somebody out? Like, I think it's nine guys from the opening night roster that are no longer here. Like, Glenn, this is nuts. It's faster if you just uh, name the guys that are here. <laughs> it's a short list. I mean, how crazy is that? 
It is crazy, isn't it, that uh, that all these things would fall in and all these changes would be made. But it, it's going to be fun for the fans now to evaluate. You know, are we better and why are we better? And and uh, and, and I talked to Jake Lehman. I think he's going to be back uh, after the All Star game, and then he'll be like a new guy too because he hasn't been around. I just about missed the most of the year. You're right. And, I mean, I even think about Saturday night. Like, that game is going to be fun on Saturday against the Clippers. Like, presumably, Russell plays a lot. Beasley plays a lot. Heck, I think Hernan Gomez, right? I mean, he's going to play, I would yeah. think. Like, you're going to yeah, play oh, a I lot of these so. guys. It's going to be fun on Saturday. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, uh, Garrison's plan is to have a bunch of guys somewhat similar in age get out there so that they start playing together and then they have an – some years together to play, you know, to better themselves as a team. And that's what he's tried to put together. So I think all the guys that you mentioned, you know, are somewhat in the same age group and, uh, and they will be playing together. I mean, we've sort of lost the, we've lost the first half of this season. So we've got to really uh, gain a lot of experience in the second half. What about the other guys you got from Golden State? Like Spellman is a former first round pick, Glenn Evans, is a former first-round pick. Hernan Gomez from Denver is a former first-round pick. I mean, these guys are worth looks. No, and I would say that uh, that's uh, what Gerson said in uh, making the trade and, and who he brought along in the, these trades, that he wanted to bring guys that he felt had potential. And they may not be there today, but they have potential uh, to you know, be role players or whatever, uh, but minute players on our team and he he's uh consistent with what you said that we've got guys here with potential uh maybe if we stick them in right and play them right um they'll be part of a winning uh, team i suppose the one vet that you brought in evan turner are you comfortable if you guys end up buying him out that's a possibility and you know what that's fine because you're right i mean you want to play all these 22 23 24 year olds together Although I do think at some point, am I wrong, Glenn, that, that a veteran presence, a Taj Gibson-type presence, would be a good thing for Towns? Well, uh, I, let me just uh, say, I think when we I first got involved, you know, we brought in Sam Mitchell and, and Porter, you know, kind of that thing. Yeah. I think there's always a place for guys with experience on your team. You know, I mean, who they help and how they help. I think it's different depending on the personalities, but uh, you know I'm not against having uh, some veteran guys, but but uh, I think mostly we're going to go with the younger guys. They're going to have the minutes and uh, what we need, and uh, I think you know we just got to push them hard. What's been the feedback? Like, have you talked to Ethan already, or Ryan, or others? Like, is there a noticeable buzz right now at Mayo Clinic Square? No, they said there was. They said it was good for the ticket, so. That's. I'm glad to hear that. Well, I like I, to see a. I like to see a nice crowd there, you know, to get out there and see all these guys. I mean, I I talked to Carl, you know, earlier. <laughs> you know, I was telling Carl. I said, "How are you guys going to call the plays?" I said, "Each guy's coming from a different team here. We're going to have one play, but we're going to have five, five different uh, uh, names for it." You know. Yeah, well, like like tomorrow I practice, Glenn. I think Ryan might need to like go around the room, have everybody stand up, <laughs> say their name, and maybe something interesting about themselves, right? Yeah, it could be. <laughs> yeah, I I, uh, I I called into the office. I said, uh, "Why don't you make a list of the guys on our team?" But 
on the top put down there Minnesota, so I'm sure it's my team. Oh, this is I'm telling you, Glenn, this is this is a fun day though. Like you know this. I mean, it just things were down, right, with the losing streak and you know, I mean, some of the quotes from Carl Anthony Towns recently, and I was over there a few days ago, and he did something on camera, but he was incredibly down. I just, I think this will add some life. Even if you guys aren't making the playoffs this year, I think just, you know, from just an interest standpoint, like my phone yeah. was blowing up today, Glenn. People that, that tuned out, unfortunately, are now going to tune back in. That is a good thing. That's a good thing, yep. While I have you, Glenn, I mean, it's many, many weeks past, but just this is our first time chatting with with somebody you were incredibly close with, David Stern. Like, are you still impacted even weeks later, Glenn, with with David's passing? Well, I just uh, my mind just goes to all the things that we did together, and uh, and uh, just listening to him and watching him and how he conducted business and and the friendship that we developed over many years. That uh, you know, I miss him. He, we continued every month. Uh, every month, uh, he would call or I'd call him, and we would talk. It was fun. He was excited about life. He still, and he was doing things that uh, that uh, kept him active. And uh, so, you know, I really miss him. And and but it's the memories um, part that's really good. I'm glad I have all those memories. What about memories with Kobe? I mean, 41 years old, Glenn. I mean, just it's another reminder that life isn't fair. Well, I get, it's a little special one for me, <laughs> you know, when he made so many shots and he hit the record there and we stopped the game and I took the ball out there to him and and I can't remember what I said, but it was some kind of little joke or something like that. And he laughed and we got a good picture of that and, and you know, it was just kind of special to have that time. My mind goes back to then. And, but, uh, you know, what a uh, terrible thing, you know, with the young, youngsters on the on that uh, helicopter and he who was uh, really working hard doing things and putting the effort into his business just like he did in basketball. You're right. I mean, it's just, I mean, there's no other way to say it, Glenn. It's an absolute tragedy. On on the links, are you guys going to make some moves here pretty quick with free agency underway? Uh, we're working on it. I don't know if we're going to get it done. But <laughs> we're working on it. Uh, you know, it's one of those things, pretty difficult. But, uh, you know, Cheryl, she won't give up. And uh, so, uh, you know, nothing yet, but we'll see if something happens. I mean, there's all sorts of chatter about whether Odyssey Sims will be playing for you guys this year. You know, is this Simone Augustus's last year? Like, will she be back? We know that Maya won't be back. Like, I'm real curious to see what the roster is going to look like. Yeah, well, so am I. So, but, uh, um, Cheryl has a plan, but you know it's free agency, and and uh, and they changed the rules a lot on pay, you know, and stuff like that. So we're not sure how that's all going to fall. I'd love to see you guys get Skylar Diggins. Am I nuts? Yeah, it, it isn't that we haven't looked at that, but it doesn't appear that that's going to work out. But uh, but you know, I mean, certainly she's a person that would be on your list. And Simone, I mean. Has she committed to playing? Like, are we for sure that she'll play this year? No, I don't. I don't know that. I haven't. Uh, she hasn't said it to me one way or another. And then on Maya, like, were you surprised at all, or did you figure that that she would not be back this year? Well, um, I wish she would be back. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but I'm not surprised. No. Yeah. Well, 
hopefully maybe 2021. If not, I mean, heck, you yeah. know this. You have one of the best leaders. Like, I'm glad that you have Cheryl wrapped up for multiple years because, like, I think she would be a great leader of men. Like, I'd be cool seeing Cheryl coach men in the NBA. Yeah, well, she's an interesting lady, I'll tell you that. So, I mean, she gets a lot of uh, good results out of people just because she's uh, uh, very bright and uh, determined and uh, competitive, and yet people really respect her. Is Jared Culver going to get out of this slump, Glenn? Like, are you confident that Culver can <laughs> can get out of this and, and live up to number six pick expectations? Well, I sure hope I sure hope he does. He's having he's having his learning experiences. That's for sure. I think they're going to keep playing him, and with the hope that, uh, that he's a very talented guy and that he's just got to put it all together. So I'm hopeful for him. I'll let you go after this. You said you talked to to Carl Anthony Towns. Like how how excited is he? We'll have a chance to talk to him presumably as soon as as soon as Friday afternoon. But like, how pumped is he right now? Well, when I talked to him today, he was very pumped. Uh, I mean, not only about Russell, because he considers Russell a friend of his, and those guys have worked in practice together. So he just he just likes that. He uh, talked about how he thought that uh, the changes that we made on the team is just really going to help. He thought that it would work and uh, that they could work together. And he just said he had high expectations of himself and the, and the team, and he just was very excited, and he repeated that a number of times did you guys ever think that new york would end up with russell that the knicks were talking to the warriors that the warriors might take the the knicks offer instead of your offer well i don't know you know they're making so many changes out there right now you know it's hard for them to do something when you're changing your leadership glenn thank you so much we will see you on saturday target center is going to be i think it might be comparable call me nuts again glenn but like, I remember KG's first game back, right? Like, yeah. there was – was it the Wizards maybe was the opponent? The opponent doesn't matter. But, like, there was an yeah. energy in the building that particular night. I think Saturday could be comparable. I hope so. I'll be there. Glenn, thank you. You're welcome. That Bye. is an emergency podcast with Glenn Taylor. Thank you for listening. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.